He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Your leadership mayor, thank you for the warm welcome. So here's the thing. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just, there's something about the, and, and most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? And it's part of, it's part of our, our experience growing up. It's part of, a, you know, a nostalgia and a memory of. I feel like maybe hers was a little shorter version of the school bus, not making fun of everyone who rides that. I'm just saying, if we're being honest, Kamala's had to be shorter. Just had to Didn't be. Didn't she sound like she was intoxicated there? She always does. It's, it's, it's Kamala. It's Cam Cam. She never knows what she's saying, and then she always says things and looks around like, "Am I right or am I right?" Like it's just, it's, ah, oh, that's the vice president of the United and, States. Of America. Sorry, you were introducing yourself. That's okay. I think people know. I mean, I'm Drew Burkus. This is my show. You know that because you're here. Lots to get to today. KJP says that Joe Biden thinks John Fetterman's pretty sharp. We'll talk about that. We'll hear from her. Putin's threatening American satellites. We got Rishi Sunak, who's taken over as the the prime minister in Great Britain and in the UK there. Is that going to speed along digital currency? We'll see. Musk, Twitter, we got all sorts of stuff on that. Plenty to get to today. Biden makes face at reporters. Lots of other stuff we're going to get to over on Booze and Banter when it's that time, which will be on, you just saw on the screen there, at locals, drewberkwist.locals.com. Get on over there. We'll have a good old time there for sure. It's our last one of the week, so come on. Okay, let's get to question of the day. There is the bell. Here it is, and it might be kind of hard to put with, uh, to, to put, to read there. But do you think more or less than three states will remain undecided on the day following the midterm elections? Again, more or less three states that are going to be, we're still counting. It's going to take a couple days. It's going to take a couple weeks. It's going to be a a lawsuit. It's going to be this, that, and the other. More or less. Let us know your answers as you send in your responses. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends. Over at Mammoth Nation, they are America's conservative marketplace, marketplace guys with over 500 companies. Just added a bunch of new veteran companies today. All of them, though, all 500 vetted as pro-America, constitution-loving, God-fearing companies who want to sell to you, and you should go and buy from them, folks. You, you, you vote with your dollar, not just at the polls on November 8th, it's so important that we pour into companies that want to pour back into this country. And the best news is, is you get discounts for being a member at Mammoth Nation, and then the proceeds go towards supporting conservative causes and candidates. It's a win-win situation. All you got to do is go to mammothnation.com, get yourself a membership. You can use promo code DREW to save 30%. Okay, let's get into your responses. Again, if you're coming in late, the question was, do you think it will be more or less then uh, more or less three states that still don't know the answer to their elections that night. It'll be the next day or beyond. Let us know what you think. We got more, more than three states, says Sandy Taylor. Uh, Michael says less. More all dem run, says June. More, says Shelby. I'm believing less. Shirley, I like your optimism. 
Yep, Pennsylvania will be one of them, says Mary Beth. More than three, but Colorado will call it in the first hour, okay? Red wave is coming, says Carly. Like your optimism as well. Ginger says yes. Uh, excuse me. Um, I think Ginger's answering something else. I'm just reading things now. Taco, yes, no, maybe. I don't know. Um, Red Voice Media, our friends over there, you guys probably all follow, say more. Barbrox, more. D Donner, more, probably five. Getting real specific there. Paul, more. Jerwasan, more. I'm just going to read Feathercatcher's comment because I'm not following the conversation, but it sounds fun in there. Who says Peter's a stupid son of a bitch? Okay. Um, more, says Ginger. Debbie says more. More, more. <laughs> Peter, Pete. Uh, he, <laughs> he couldn't join us today. He's busy in, yeah. the, in the bedroom. Um, so Playing more. with his trains, people. Playing with trains. Yeah, exactly. Get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) obviously he's not doing the other. How how would he ever? So um, I I think most people more, but there were some less. There was, you know, a handful or so of less that I saw come through. What say you? Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to go with the the whole the red waves coming. I'm going to say less. Well, or, or they can still like to, win. Like to, they can still win, even like, if it's delayed. Yeah. But I would like to say, I, I want to say it's just three. There's going to be three states that are that are <laughs> like right on the nose. Okay. Okay. Uh, so here's the deal. I don't. I I don't feel good about my answer. I don't feel good about my answer. But I'm going to go with there are less three or less. But they're going to be significant ones, and they're going to bite us in the ass. Mm. So I think I think they're going, and I don't have specific ones, you know, necessarily in mind. Like, hey, it's this one, this one, this one. I just think that there's going to be a surprise or two that we're not counting on. Again, the Democrats are so good at playing this game, and when I say playing the game, cheating and doing whatever it takes to manipulate the rules, change the rules, do anything and everything they can to win, which is why historically they've, they've won more than we have because we just bend over and take it, right? So I think we've focused a ton on some of these states that were critical back in 2020. Some of them will be, uh, look, Pennsylvania is going to be an important state. It, 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 it is. There's going to be some stuff that happens there. We can just all be certain of that. I mean, look at who they're, they're running for Pete's sakes. But yeah, well, so, I think that that's going to happen in a couple spots that we're paying attention to and and where we've tried to change election laws and we've tried to do this. And then there's going to be somewhere else that comes out of left field because we weren't thinking and prepping for it. And we're going to be like, damn it. Why didn't we think of that? And they're going to have put <laughs> tons of effort into it. And we're, we're going to be caught with our pants down, which again, well, Pete Buttigieg would love. <laughs> and my thing is, is if we're going to, vote more people in. We're going to take over the house and the Senate and all this. If we're going to, you know, do it right, try to get it where we're back in control. I hope we don't do what, what the Republicans normally do, which is nothing. Cause they're afraid to get, they can't get something passed or whatever. They just kind of lay low. I, they, every single day, they should send every single bill, every single thing over and in and in and in and give it an overabundance to show the American people that the Democrats keep saying no. So that it forces the Democrats to say, you know what? Yes, let's say yes to this one. So we don't seem like we're trying to shut down uh, everything that they're proposing. They should just inundate them with stuff to propose. Put it up, put it up there. Come on. Like we got more than enough stuff that we could try to get passed. Yeah. Why aren't we doing it? True. Why do we always sit back? Well, you know? we always do. I mean, we had control when Trump was in office of everything at one point, and, and we still just historically don't get jack squat done. 
because yeah. again, we're weak and spineless as a party. There's there's new people who are in there now. There's hopefully more that are coming in. You know, Anna's going to be great if she gets. I tell you what, if from knowing Anna, if you think that she's just going to play the the DC game, oh my goodness, you poor Congress members. She, she's not she's not going to do that. <laughs> And she's, she's not, not going to be just, another AOC. No, and she's not going to take it either. I mean, like, <laughs> if you think that you can beat her in an argument, you are sorely mistaken. She will whoop your ass. Like, she yeah. just will. And she's going to look good doing it. That's So we, we've got some we, we've got some good blood coming in. Hopefully those, those all end up being wins for us. Uh, Red Voice saying Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan. Be, I, I, those are all going to be really close. Tudor Dixon has made some gains in in michigan would love to see her pull it out you know again stacy had some money pulled from the from her campaign by the dnc this week could be a, a myriad of things and, and a myriad of reasons as to why that happened but certainly it's a tighter race there than it should be there, it shouldn't even be a race and and speaking of it shouldn't be a race pennsylvania for i mean for the love of god the guy is an absolute disaster. We're going to talk about him here again in a second. We spent almost an hour on John Fetterman yesterday. It was painful. You know, we'll see. Arizona um, could be interesting. There's there's lots of other spots that I think could come into play that, again, I think we're not focused on, and, and it's going to be important. But I tell you what, I hope, as much as I hate Dr. Oz, I hope that people woke up, and I think we've got a clip for booze and banter today, right? Is it, is it booze and banter we're doing it? where I think so. people are, are voters, left, right, and center in Pennsylvania, were asked after the, the debate in like a street segment what they thought, and everyone thought Oz won. So obviously we've got to contest with what happens behind the scenes, what nefarious actions happen as it pertains to that election. But I think a lot, I mean, if you didn't see how ill-qualified John Fetterman was in that debate, regardless of how ill-qualified Oz is, too. Again, I think Trump made such a mistake in endorsing him. I don't like him, but we have to vote for him. If you live there, you got to vote for him. I'm sorry. It just is what it is. A no vote is a vote for Fetterman. So, so vote yeah. for the, the daytime television host. Feel awful about it. You know, Maybe go throw up. Pour yourself a drink. But Now, do you think if Oz wasn't who... He is in daytime television, you know, like all that stuff. If he was just now, hey, I'm going to run for office. But you think a good campaign would be like follow the yellow brick road? Like, do you think that would be like a good thing for him to to run on or or no? You know, like the just like a slogan. I don't like it. And there's probably a lawsuit in there, too. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I just, you know, like, hey, why not play on it? He's not going to because he has his own personality and image already. But if like, you know, why yeah. not? Uh, BM, I'll answer get, your get question up. real quick since we're talking on this. BM said, hey, Drew, how comfortable are you with the, the run here uh, on Florida? Will Marco hold it over Val, meaning Val Demings? I tell you what, he, there's been a lot of periods where he's – I didn't see the latest numbers today and yesterday, this week, I guess I should say. But there's been a lot of periods where he's been down, and I that would not be shocked at all to see his his run in the Senate come to an end. It shouldn't. She's awful. She's not what we need or want in Florida. She doesn't represent who Florida is, but I wouldn't be shocked to see that one. I'm I'm hoping that 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 the GOP will get behind him. Put, he's going to have a you know lots of money in his campaign that they're going to do things right and, and eke it out in the end because um, she's got some radical views. She's not Raphael Warnock radical necessarily, but she's got some radical views. 
and isn't who we need here. So we'll, I don't know. We'll see. I, it's, it's not a certainty that Rubio is going to win it. That's for damn sure. I can tell you that. Uh, I feel, I feel pretty darn certain about just uh, DeSantis though. I mean, he's, he's going to be good. I'm hoping a couple other uh, seats get flipped. <clears throat> you know, Anna's Anna should be a win because it used to be a Democrat seat, but with how things were redrawn and redistricted, now it basically is a conservative area. Uh, even though previously that particular numbered district was a traditionally Democrat district. So I think, I think there's some good things going there. We'll see. Um, Okay, so let's get into some of these these stories here. So yesterday, the token press secretary was asked about John Fetterman and his debate performance, kind of how he did, what Joe Biden thought of it. Here was the exchange. Does the president have any concerns about, has he ever raised uh, either a conversation with you that you've been a part of or, or with others here at the White House, um, any concerns about his health? So I'll say this, it, um, with in personal conversations that the president has had with the lieutenant governor, the president has found him to be impressive, uh, incredibly bright and talented person who's just as capable as always uh, to carry out uh, his office, uh, the duties of his office, as we know he is lieutenant governor currently, and has great ability and heartfelt concern for the people of the Commonwealth. And that is what uh, the president has observed himself. Can you imagine... Can you imagine using the word impressive to describe John Fetterman? Other than if you were saying like impressive, how bad he was impressive, just how awful of a candidate he is, but using it in its, in its designed manner of, of what impressive is supposed to be. I mean, the question that needs to be asked is look, dude, can sloth feed himself? Can he remember what his favorite fast food like combo meal is? Can he order it using words in an articulated sentence? And then can he eat it by himself? That's a big test that we haven't seen yet. Can he be dropped off at a mall and left and find his way home still? Yes. No, he gets he's definitely the kind of guy that gets stuck in like a Spencer's gifts and is just <laughs> he's just there. Do they have those anymore? Uh, at some malls, they do. Yes, uh, they're still around. They're thriving, you know, because it's, you know. Well, I'm sure they are because I still 2022. I still stand on the whole fall the other road because then Oz could be like, look, man, we got the scarecrow over here. Fetterman, yeah. wish he had a brain, you know. We got the cowardly lion, Kamala. I mean, like, you're like, come on. He could just go. He could go all on it. I mean, come on. He could. He could. He could. I mean, I'm not saying you're totally wrong. I just see a lawsuit. I'm I'm terrified working in digital media uh, of the amount of times that people have come at me for stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, but it would be. And honestly, it, 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 he had a stroke. I, again, I'm not cheering for the fact that he had a stroke. I am bringing attention to the fact that he had a stroke and is not qualified to serve in any public and certainly not a U.S. Senate capacity. Uh, but it would be a good step for him and, and his, his family and just his life to be able to eat and, and order things and do things on his own. But I don't, I don't know that he can. But it's remarkable that they say, you know, Biden's saying he's impressive. And it's also not all at the same time. Because remember, this is the dude who called Hunter Biden, who is arguably one of the biggest train wrecks walking the planet right now the smartest guy he knows. So his track record on who's smart, who's not, 
is not really good. Like he's not thriving in that department. And then you're asking beyond that, beyond the fact that he called Hunter the smartest guy he knows, you're asking a dementia riddled man with no gray matter left what he thinks, you know, give us your opinion, person with no brain, of this other guy who has no functioning brain. It's, of course, you're going to get that answer. Well, I wonder if uh, she just filtered what he said. Because what if his response was, I'm impressed he was able to put a suit on, or I'm impressed that he was able to put some words together, like more along the lines of like how we've been talking. And so then when it comes to what has he said? Well, what, uh, well, he said, I can't say it. Uh, he says he's impressive. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know well, I, I would hope that's the truth. You know, like she's just trying to filter what the president was saying. Yeah, exactly. He finished his sentence with work to work. <laughs> yeah. um, Good night. Yeah. Hey, B. Slash bar. Uh, good to see you. Good to see all of you guys coming in. Keep engaging. Keep chatting over there. But we're really, I mean, this this race is the perfect example. And we can we can use the example of the White House right now, and we should, and we do all the time. But it's the perfect picture of of the communists showing their true colors. This this whole Fetterman versus Oz race, because it it goes to prove that with the support and agreement of the family, and in this case, Fetterman's wife. This party will drag a brain-dead ogre, throw them in a suit periodically. Most of the time, they don't even put him in a suit. He's in a freaking Adidas hoodie and some mesh shorts. But they will throw them in a hoodie. They will put them on a stage, have him mumble answers, and literally that's what he did. Mumbling is, is probably giving him too much credit the other night in front of a live audience, and then have the gall to turn to voters with a straight face and say, yeah, he's good to go. That's our guy. To have the president say, he's impressive. And then when you question it, like I do, and have called him out for, like so many others do, you question and bring up his health, the Communist Party rains down their fury on you or whoever, whoever brings it up and starts calling them ableist. Stop making fun of a stroke victim. I'm sorry. If you are going to run for U.S. Senate or any, any political office, you put your name in the ring, you're fair game. And if you've had a stroke or some other significant life event like that, you should not be running for a position like that, period. If you can't wipe your own ass, you cannot vote on policy. That's, that should be in the, I don't, is that in the rule book? Should be. Uh, no, but it should be. It should. I mean, it's, it's the same thing with, hey, at least he showed up for the debate. You know, because how we were talking about, like, if you're not going to show up for a debate, you shouldn't be able to do it. But again, it's the same thing with, I've said it when, when Biden got voted in. There's no doctor that wants to keep their license that would, you know, give Biden a physical and say, yeah, he's not physically fit to run for president. Because they would get, they would get annihilated by every politician because of that. Yeah. Probably lose their license, whatever it is. So it's the same thing here. It's like, hey, they're grasping for straws. It, the good thing is, is, hey, keep sending these people who aren't fit and can't, you know, complete sentences because it's just going to add votes over to us. Over well, to it us. is. It's <laughs> it's know? definitely waking people up. Not enough, yeah. I would argue, but it's waking a lot more up because you, yeah. you it's you, you you just can't do this. Like you can't with this, and they do, which is which shows how much they hate you and and me and everyone in this country. 
is that they're like, this is literally laughable, but we're going to do it anyways. We're still going to do it. And then you bring up people saying like, well, he at least he showed up. Like there's literally all these blue check propagandists out there saying, well, he's got guts and he's so brave for showing up and taking on Dr. Oz after having a stroke. No. No, the brave thing to do, as much as you don't want to hear it, Democrat Party, government, you know, Democrat leadership within the state of Pennsylvania, all of you, the brave thing to do would be to say, you know what? I wanted to do this for whatever the reason might be, power, fame, fortune, or to, to try and do good, which we know is definitely not the case on their side. But I wanted to do it, and now I have to humbly step down and withdraw from the race because I am not well, and I need to be a better husband and friend and family member, and I can't do that if I'm trying to gather myself, collect myself, and be good enough, which I'm not going to be, to be a United States senator. So I'm going to withdraw. That's really freaking brave. Sometimes saying you're sorry is brave. Sometimes saying I'm out is the brave thing. Just like sometimes not getting into a fight overseas. Like I'm talking like not with your, your sister or your, your in-laws or something like that. Sometimes the smart, brave thing to do is, is, is to get out of Dodge, live to fight another day. I don't get this, and, and anyone who says that, he's brave and strong for, no, no, he's not, he's weak, he's brain damaged, literally. He, he literally is, and his handlers and his enablers put him up on a stage, and he looked like a giant buffoon in front of the entire country. The bottom line is this dude belongs in a nursing home or a rehab facility, not the United States Senate. Anyone who wants to argue otherwise, we will never agree on a whole lot because that you're coming at this from such a distorted view of reality and how this all works. It's a shame that Biden, you know, like or at least KJP says that Biden stands with him and all. It's like it's it's a shame that because it, it anyone in their right mind, regardless if you're on the same team or not, you know, it's like. It's like watching a quarterback still play after he has a broken hand or something. It's like, we should sit him out. <laughs> like, he should not be here. You right. know, keep me in. I'm, I'm good, coach. No, you can't throw the ball. Like, go that. You Doug, know, your like, arm like, was cut off in the second <laughs> quarter. <laughs> like, for, you know, it's it, so it's like for the president, it, it should be something coming from him. Like, you know, it, I love what I love that he has the tenacity he wants to push through because he's committed to doing this. But yeah. I think he should sit back. He should take, he should, he should wait till he's fully recovered. Or so you know, you know, like not saying never, but he should wait, because right now he's just hurting their party. He's hurting them. Yeah, they all are. It's, but again, we're, we're we don't don't think or talk in in common sense terms, and and expect others to see reality and and operate with that same mindset because they just don't get it. We're living on two different planets. They're on like whatever name you want to make up planet we're on planet earth or maybe we're on the other one i don't know whichever one's better that's the one we're on well it's it's like superman it's bizarre world or the upside down it's it's this you know ha, yeah. like ha, ha, how did we get here how you know, I, so and, and, you know i told i told you we um just random side story but i told you the other day yesterday maybe the well yesterday and the day before i think one in booze and banter one on the show how we had a boy who thinks he's a girl 
be named homecoming queen at the high school here in town, in a town that you would never think that would happen. And, and most of the town is obviously not for that. Like, it doesn't define who it is, but, but it happened. Same town. One of the elementary schools, one of our friends goes in, meet the teacher day. This is what, it's, you know, two months ago when school started. Goes in, and that this, the point has to do with how different our worlds are. Goes in and is, is bringing their son to meet the teacher. Obviously, you bump into some other parents and, and classmates. Meets this other, other family member or this other mom and, and kid. Introduce themselves. Hi, I'm blank. I'm blank. This is our, our son, yada, yada, yada. What's your name? Okay, this is, you know, the, the mom says her name and then says, this is my dog, blank. And our friend was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, thinking she misheard or misspoke. Like, yeah, we love dogs, too. Um, that's, that's great. She's like, no, this is my dog, blank, whatever the name is. I'm not going to say it. Um, pointing to the child? Pointing to the child. The parent either chose to or is letting Literally. the child identify as a dog, not a human being. Is it too early? Just, no, get you, into you, that, Eldorado. <laughs> this next segment brought to you by Eldorado Anybody? Rum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be, if anyone knows anyone out there, that Eldorado, please let us know. And Gosh, I, I'm no, not a huge it, rum guy, but Eldorado rum, that's delightful. You um, know, and it's funny It's funny because, again, the, uh, we've talked about this. It's a minority r- rule in the majority. And it's funny because it's the loudest voice. You feel like it's everywhere. My friends bark who in this in case. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, bark, yes. But my friends used to live in Seattle. They moved away because of just how blue it was, and it was just awful. And they got a job in, I think it was uh, Tennessee, and out there. And they they go to the school, the public schools, with their kids, and and they're meeting with the principal. And they're like, yeah, so are you going to, like, does your school, like, talk or, you know, do you allow your teachers to talk about, like, transgender and stuff like that? And the principal's like, what's that? And they're like, we're at the right school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this conversation's over. It. I like this. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah, they're like, can they start today? And 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 he was like, I was shocked that they had no idea. He goes, because I had thought because it was the loudest voices that I was hearing yell or bark or whatever. Uh, they were like, they thought it was everywhere, but there's still pockets where there is. It's not there. You just got to find it. You got to do your research. You got to be willing to say no and walk away and go to the next district, whatever it is. And it was just a just to hear that. It's like, oh, there's 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 a little bit of hope left. I know it's just like one school, but it's still it's like, huh, you know, there's 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 there is some hope left. It's it's just you got to you got to stumble around to find it. Um, So we all know we, we know now that Biden, I just told you that Biden thinks John Fetterman's impressive. Again, that's the that's the word he chose to go with. And we all know how cramped airline seats are. Flying in the back of the bus, and I'm not trying to sound elitist, like I just try not to do it anymore because they're so freaking tiny. It's just an uncomfortable, miserable experience. Like, even if you're like an infant-sized person like Dr. Fauci, it's still really small back there, right? It's just not comfortable. So, and the seats and the rows keep getting smaller. But did you know... That according to some people, and namely Joe Biden, airline seats and the fees for extra legroom are racist policies? 
Were you were you aware of that? Because I, that, I, I, I was not aware. Because but... I well, I wasn't either till this week, which is I mean it's remarkable. And I'm gonna use that next time I don't get like upgraded. Like, well, that's racist. Um, that's racist. <laughs> but but Joe Biden specifically said that having to pay for extra legroom harms people of color. Oh my goodness. So here we go with another example of Democrats' soft bigotry of low expectations. I mean, it's 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 I how mean, dare you charge this African American or this Latin American person for extra legroom? That's racist because they can't afford it because they're African American or or I mean, isn't it hilarious? All their statements that have to do with race are so racist in and of themselves, like they're. <laughs> Every, but they can't see through it. That's what's so well, remarkable to me. Hey, uh, mark it down. What's today? The twenty seventh. It is. I don't know. Give it a few weeks. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see footage of like a fight breaking out up in first class because it's like I want that seat. It's right. You know, like it's it's gonna it's it's something like that's gonna happen. You know, like because they're gonna buy into this. Yeah. It's like who let him talk? Who let him talk? So I'm flying in a couple weeks with my brothers to a a Vikings game. And they convinced me not to go first. What? And out of unity, being together on the same flight, I did it. And I'm I'm. I'm I'm concerned about it. Are you sitting next to each other? We're sitting next to each other, which will be fun. Okay, all right. But but yeah. still, I mean, we're we're also all former college football players. So I mean, yeah, no, we're yeah, not. Like, <laughs> no, we're it's not, it's. Uh, hey, I, I'm I'm the tallest person in my family, but when I'm with the Berkwist, I feel small. <laughs> I'm like, hey, everybody, how you doing? <laughs> and so no, it, um, I just okay. Uh, good luck. Yeah, um, thank you. The odds be ever in your favor. I <laughs> guess I should do the you know, the three finger salute thing yes. that they do in the movie. There will be lots and, of. Um, there will be lots of of drinking on that flight. And I just and, remember the last time you didn't fly up front. You weren't even. I think you were in comfort, and you were texting me like, "I'm so nervous. I'm just walking around the plane. I can't like like you you. I can't. I don't know how nervous you're going to be back there." <laughs> well, I wasn't necessarily nervous. I was angry. Like I was like, because like the the yeah. It's just it's comfort plus my. It's not comfort. It, there's no comfort there. Well, no, no, anyways, no, but. But it's there's definitely like there's a different you know if you're not in cover plus you feel how even smaller it is but when you're used to sitting up in first it you're like why am I here what is this yeah. this is awful so mm. well so anyways getting back to Biden who is saying <clears throat> that airlines charging fees for extra legroom are racist again obviously that is categorically absurd. But it's so funny because as as you can always bring up with all of their comments on this is racist or that's racist, according to Democrat logic, as it pertains to this, as it pertains to the airlines, right? Just just in this world. Let's just stay here for a second. Extra fees for legroom is racist, but showing your ID to get on a flight isn't. But, 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 but showing your ID to vote is. Hmm. Hmm conundrum i feel like we need to have like a a whiteboard and like a yes. bunch of lines <laughs> but wait <laughs> that if lead you do nowhere. This and, i mean it just it's it's so laughable and 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 again you're you're inferring they, they it's racist to to show voter id at an election 
or, or a voting station because black people aren't smart enough to get and or maintain an ID. It's such a racist suggestion that it's, I mean, I, I get a kick out of every time they bring it up. And the same thing is true here. They're, they're not wealthy enough or well-to-do enough to be able to afford the extra legroom. They think that these minority groups are a bunch of rubes who can't provide for themselves, that they don't have the wherewithal to secure an ID and take care of just everyday life and their family members. And it's just awful. It's awful to think that other Americans, because of the, their color of skin, are incapable of accomplishing basic, routine tasks, paying more expensive than they should be, but not out of this world upgrade fees for, for stuff like that. But that's who this communist left party is. That's just who they are. They've shown themselves. They need to subjugate people, break up their family. They need to, to make them feel weak. They need to make, make them feel powerless. And they've done that specifically to the African-American community, but you could argue to all the minority communities for the last 50 years. There are a bunch of bigoted grifters slimy snake oil salesman that's just who ah the, we have nothing in common with them whatsoever whatsoever okay folks hit that like button whichever platform you're on we've got plenty more to get to we're going to talk sunak we're going to talk putin we're going to talk uh kathy hoke we got a lot of stuff to get to we'll tell you what's coming up in booze and banter as well but do please hit that like button it's the plus sign on rumble it's the boxing glove app over there lots of people have been coming over to that platform please come over but make sure when you're there that you're subscribed that's the important thing then you get the notifications you're really taking in the community that way which we're thrilled that you are so please do all those things stick around we got lots more coming up we'll see you on the other side Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. With everything going on right now, your rest is so important. That's why we're having the biggest MyPillow sale ever. Not only are my bed pillows as low as $19.98, but you can get the best body pillows ever. Regular $89.98, now only $29.98. Take your rest on the go with our Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows for only $14.98. And we have our new couch and accent pillows. They aren't just for looks. They have MyPillow's patented adjustable fill that gives you that amazing MyPillow comfort. In this economy, you get the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you get deep discounts on body, couch, bolster pillows, and so much more, including my original bed pillows for as low as $19.98. Please order now while quantities last. Are you watching what's happening in the world today? Global pandemic, dramatic stock market volatility, trade wars with China, U.S. debt piling up, banks charging negative interest rates, the Fed printing money again. World economies are poised for a major freefall. In 2008, many Americans lost a large portion of their retirement savings. Fortunately, those who were protected invested in physical gold and silver. Historically, when the stock market has crashed, gold and silver have increased in value and have protected investors from crippling losses. You see, gold and silver can act like an insurance policy. 
For decades, savvy investors have taken advantage of an IRS loophole that allows one to add physical gold, silver, or other precious metals to their retirement savings. What else can physical gold and silver do for you? Privatize your savings. With banking and online financial systems alone, you really only have paper currency and bank receipts. At GoldCo, we're here to help you protect and grow your life savings. Our specialists assist you in two ways. One, buying physical gold and silver direct. Two, facilitating the transfer or rollover from your existing retirement account into a self-directed IRA. Our process is fast, easy, and no cost to you. There are three simple steps to setting up a self-directed IRA. First, we help you open your new IRA account with a quick application. Second, you'll choose how you would like to fund it. Third, we'll help you select the metals that best fit your investment goals and ship them to your account. That's it. With more than a decade of experience and thousands of satisfied customers, the Gold Co. team remains committed to helping individuals like you safeguard and grow their retirement savings. Here we go. Welcome back. Plenty more to get to. The link that I just sent out, I think we, and I say we, I think I specifically screwed it up. So we'll get that checked out so you've got the right link for booze and banter uh, following the show today. But let's check in on the state of the world real quick because there's plenty going on here at home, but there's also plenty going on overseas. It was reported, and I don't know because we're in the studio doing this live right now, that Vladimir Putin, Russian president, was set to speak at 2 p.m. today where insiders suggested that he would threaten the West's satellites and specifically American satellites. Now, obviously, this is a lot more fiery rhetoric that comes with the territory in this propaganda war, this, this proxy war that we're fighting with Russia via Ukraine. But at some point, at some point, one of these threats from the Kremlin, one of these statements, from the Kremlin are going to come true. Particularly with our continued efforts overseas with funding and tra- I mean, you think of all the stuff we're doing. We're not sending cotton candy and flowers. We're sending munitions, we're sending drones, we're sending all sorts of stuff that is actively killing Russian troops. So again, At some point, this is going to escalate. I hope it doesn't. I pray that it doesn't. But at some point, it's going to escalate, and one of these threats is going to become a reality. And obviously, a nuclear strike would lead to worse things, and I'm talking about a tactical nuclear strike within the confines of of Ukraine. One here would be devastating. But one in, in Ukraine is going to lead to an escalation that could ultimately result in one here in the United States, some in Russia, some all over the place. It could, it, obviously, no one wins from that. That's just, that's, we, we learned about mutually assured destruction. That's the path you're going down if, if that's what happens. But let's look at some of the other things that could be devastating. A hit on the power grid. 
or what Putin's talking about right now with an attack on our satellites. You look at how much we rely on the satellites up there and how many industries, how many aspects of our lives play into that. It's, it's pretty significant. So again, I'm not saying because he's making the announcement today that, we're, that he's threatening you know, U.S. satellites that it's going to happen. But I am saying that the rhetoric keeps getting more and more fiery. And there's a lot of stuff happening here that we don't know the answers to. There's a lot of stuff here going on that I am aware of, but I can't tell you. But I can tell you this. We're going down the wrong path with this conflict. And I, I don't see it slowing up because of the stubbornness of, of our D.C. war machine. The stubbornness of Putin. People in the Kremlin. The corrupt, ridiculous figures in, in Ukraine. So it's not, it's not good. Ho, ho, ho. Who does, I love the ho, 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 seven. Who does the USA and the Pentagon think they are? Well, they're out of control right now. That's for sure. They're out of control right now, putting us into a bad situation. So that's what's going on there. We'll see what he says. We'll break it down next week if there's anything more significant to it than, than what I just told you. But then you got Rishi Sunak, who's about to become England's next prime minister, is essentially England's next prime minister after Liz Truss stepped down. And this is a do, and this is concerning. Look, and, and our, got comments even before the show because we'll post the, the stream and what's going up. And there's people saying, ah, oh, it's, you know, just scare tactics and this, that, and the other. Well, hold on. This is a guy who is extremely wealthy, has ties to a technology partner of the World Economic Forum that has advocated for a China-style economy complete with trackable digital identities and currencies. Something that none of you want, by the way. If you didn't know that, I'm telling you now, you don't want it. It's not good. We've Go back and listen to some of the episodes we've done on central bank digital currencies. But Sunak's father-in-law is the founder of Infosys, a high-tech company that provides digital tracking and securities, uh, security excuse me, for banks across the globe. Infosys is listed as an official partner of the World Economic Forum who are reportedly developing technology to implement a social credit system and have, have told you outright, repeatedly, that that's what they want to do. That's where they want to go. So there was some other misinformation out there this week about Rishi Sunak and his specific direct ties to the World Economic Forum, which are not necessarily true. And then you've got fact checkers out there who, of course, hate humanity. Saying, oh, that's all ridiculous. There's no ties to the World Economic Forum. He can't be a member. You've got to be a corporation to be a member. You've got to be a this or that. Okay. To an extent, you're right. But what you're doing is you're trying to take people off the scent here, which is not accurate, because he is involved, albeit maybe on paper indirectly with the World Economic Forum, and he has, in fact, deep ties through his family members and partners with the World Economic Forum. They love Rishi Sunak at the World Economic Forum. So the question becomes with this, and I'm not suggesting that it's the case, 
But the question becomes, will Great Britain be the first country to be a, you know, the, the tip of the spear for the World Economic Forum's Great Reset? Again, Great Reset thought to be a conspiracy term in a lot of channels. Some people take it way far down a conspira conspiratorial trail. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about what the World Economic Forum, an active organization, a powerful organization, says out loud all the time. And, and just telling you what they say. So this guy, you've got a globalist in Rishi Sunak who's now in charge there, has ties to the most evil organization on the planet in the World Economic Forum. And England, to an extent, already has a social credit system. It's just not really official. So were they to go down this path, it would make their unofficial social credit system official. And again, I know when it, when it comes to this WEF stuff that we talk about all the time, the Klaus Schwab stuff that we talk about all the time, it sounds like it's conspiracy theory stuff. But globalists want a communist world order. I... I Go watch the damn videos. They tell you all the time what they want for the world, what they want for you and your life, for your family, your, your, your finances, your views. Social credit systems hey, in Drew. a digital... Yeah. Could you move your big cup? I don't know if our sponsor would love it. You blocking there. <laughs> there we there go. There we go. <laughs> DrewLovesGold.com. Um but, but but I mean no, I mean seriously, social credit systems and digital currency can make worldwide communism a reality. I'm not saying we're there yet. I'm just saying that's what they want. And putting key figures into place, they've got Trudeau, they've got Rishi Sunak, they've got these people, and they've got them in in very developed countries who can make an impact and can make headway with their plans. And it's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. We do have some good news. Um, the good news is, is it looks like this whole thing is, is going to go through with Elon Musk at Twitter. So let's, let's talk Elon Musk and, and Twitter here for a second. I, I got, um, I actually have footage from his first day. Oh, perfect. In the office. Yeah. Let's do you want to take a look at it? Let's or? take a look. All right. Jesse, I'll be bad. I've been... Great. I'm back, and you're fired. Hello, all. No need to run. Your fates have already been sealed. Here's... Hello, nice to see you. Who's your best client? Um... Jesus. I'm already packing to save myself the indignity. That's too bad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Obviously, that's not what happened. <laughs> Obviously, it's not what happened. This this is what happened yesterday, though. This is an actual uh, video. I mean, maybe you guys saw this, but this was Elon walking into Twitter with a sink because he's a troll master. He really is. You got look. A lot of people say I don't trust him. I'm not saying I trust him either. But him buying Twitter has the potential to be very good for public discourse in this country. And 
and I love his his troll. I mean, his 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 Twitter game is strong. And so, anyways, he said that he's a troll master. Let it sink in. I now own Twitter. He said, "Here is the video." Solid. I, I to me to me it's did he go out and find the sink or did he have someone else go? I, I feel you like know, he'd my, go out. My guess is if you're Elon Musk, it. you get someone to go get the sink for you. That's just yeah, I know, but I just but I also feel like his personality. He'd be like, like I, I got to go somewhere. I'll be back. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe so, maybe so. I, I mean, because could you imagine being like if he bought that? Like you're the person scanning out at at Lowe's or Home Depot, and there's Elon Musk, this like a big grin on his face, like this is gonna be great. And of course, you know, no one's in there, but I'm glad they recorded it and they tweeted about it and stuff. But that was just again, let that sink in. Like I, <laughs> just, I love it. And you've got Twitter employees who are literally crapping themselves. They're panicked. They've been panicked since since all this discussion started months and months and months ago. But they're they're literally panicked. You had Elon <laughs> at one point told some Twitter employees you they could work from home, just not from for Twitter, uh, which is awesome. <laughs> but but the meltdown is I mean it's it's glorious. It is glorious to see, and it's a, it's a spotlight. On the tech world, which is, as we know, just riddled with, you know, socialist and communist minds. It's the prevailing ideology in those big corporations there. So the, their heads are exploding with the fact that Elon is not going to censor free speech at Twitter. At least that's what he's telling us. And it's it's great to see. And they can't. That's what's so remarkable about Marxists and people who follow this is they can't wrap their heads around that fact. They keep saying the world's going to be more dangerous. It's going to be worse off if we have free speech. Let that sink in for a second. That's that's who they are. He changed you his... Know how, uh, like when, oh, sorry, keep going. No, you, go ahead. I say, remember how, like, you know, when Facebook was going on and then Instagram came up and all, you know, all, like they're all kind of growing up and then Facebook bought instagram and everything because it you know it, it just it was time like it all kind of went together i wouldn't be surprised with how he changes twitter how he wants to monetize everything else if with the funds that he's gonna make there if he's like all right who, who am i gonna buy next who's tw who's twitter gonna own next essentially It'd be because amazing. if he can change if, if he can stick to what he was saying before and he can you know and stick to his guns and, and, and stand on that and not be wavered he could change the platforms for good again, and it'd be back to how you know how how it should have been, and and yeah. so or how it all started. It started off where it was this is a great place to go, and then also it just it it leaned in hard, real hard. You yeah, know? it did. And so I feel like if 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 <laughs> I would love to see it five six years from now, you know, Elon's uh, Twitter, you know, Elon Musk and Twitter are buying Facebook, <laughs> buying YouTube. You know, because, uh, you know, if he has the money, why not? Well, I'm glad you brought up Facebook because it's the last thing we're going to touch on before we go to booze and banter. And by oh. the way, folks, the last link that we just put in the chat is the active booze and banter one. The one before was was screwed up. So go to that link. If you're on uh, locals, you know, go to the most recent 
um, chat. But, but if, if there aren't other people in there talking and we're not on the screen, you're in the wrong one. Um, but speaking of social media, speaking of Facebook, which you just brought up there, they've seen yet another downward trend in its value as a company. Meta, you know, their new name is Meta, right? They were sixth, the sixth biggest U.S. company by market capitalization at the start of the year, flirting with, at the time, approximately a $1 trillion market, market value. Fast forward to now. Here we are in October. It's Halloween in four days. We've got the election in 12 days. And their stock is worth about $258 billion. And it's dropped from 6 mm. to 26. That's quite a significant drop. You've got Procter & Gamble, Eli Lilly & Co., Chevron, others who are all ahead of them now. And a lot of what they dove into, you know, Facebook is, and look, we still have Facebook. Facebook's one of my bigger pages. Love the fans on Facebook, love engaging with the fans on Facebook. But Facebook has been kind, kind of a slowly dying giant for a while. They're just speeding up now, right? They're just, it's just picking up speed with, with their descent. Um, but they went all in on this meta plan and the metaverse, and Zuckerberg was wrong on it because he wanted everyone to strap on these goggles and go into the metaverse in this fake world, live a make-believe life, and no one's got money. The economy is in tatters. You've got so many issues. People, you'd think that maybe the escape would would make sense and they want to do that, but they're too panicked and like, well, okay, how do I fix all this stuff? I don't have time to, to go hang out at a bar in a in a fake universe. Like, I need to, to fix shit here for real. So I think they kind of doubled down um, on that plan and it backfired because people aren't really getting on board with it because, again, the last thing you want to do right now or the last thing you're going to do right now, I should say, is put on goggles and walk into some virtual reality world and start talking with avatars. Well, it's like he was betting on the fact that the lockdowns were going to be more permanent than than uh, than than they were, you know, because, hey, it makes sense when you're locked in and all this stuff. Yeah, you, you know, some people want needed to get out, needed all those things to be able to get to be with people and talk with people. But now that everything's open, everyone's like, forget the computer. <laughs> I want to go outside, you know. And so I feel like it's one of those things where you, you just have a, you know, it was a it was a stroke of genius at the time. But it has fallen flat now, you know, fallen flat and. Uh, People don't like Facebook. People are mad at Facebook for a, yeah. a you know long, long list of reasons, almost all of which are legitimate, and I've got mine as well. But um, well, it, it's it's hard. All the stuff that they're pushing, like I've been, you know, we, we do a lot of our streaming and stuff, and so I we I've been seeing that meta, the metaverse like goggles commercial over and over and over again. It's driving me crazy, and um, and but it, it's one of those things where you're sitting there going like they want you to like. Have a meeting, but when you're in the meeting, be playing golf. Um, all, you know, like like they show like people being distracted during meetings. It's like well, you're not doing a good thing. Like you're yeah. you're showing how you can get distracted in this. How you can world. lose your job. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like it doesn't. I don't get it. You know, like they're they're trying to like work on something else. It's like you know, you know. Oh, I sliced it. Are you playing golf? Like yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like, Why did you just like, yell four <laughs> in the meeting? Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, let's do this. Let's. Um, we've got. Let's save Hokel for uh, 
booze and banter over on locals we've been pasting the link in there the updated link is there head on over you can already get in the chat there if you want we'll be there here soon but before we wrap up the week because it is thursday we you know we're monday through thursday on this show so this is the last one of the week and we figured we'd end on a positive note we've got some i think pretty decent memes in here this is that's meme-tastic that's That's meme-tastic we should do that one more time Okay, so after the break, I was real quiet. And it's because I made this. <laughs> it is what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> according to Democratic logic, extra fees for more liquor is racist, but showing your ID to get a flight isn't, but showing your ID to vote is. <laughs> Just that's how I feel. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here, people. Like who got to? <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree, and and I love that character. Um, so here's the here's how people feel about the performance at the debate in Pennsylvania the other night. This is polling. This is real live polling. Doctor Oz, eighty three percent. John Fetterman coming in at seventeen with his uh, his glamour shot there. For those of you listening, it's a picture of sloth. Which I mean, really, you can't tell the difference between the two. Um, but people were not impressed with him. Shocker. He couldn't say one thing. I love this here. So Jack shared, Jack shared this and someone made this so dramatic with the, you know, the black backdrop and like so official looking a side profile of John Fetterman with this quote, we can't be held to and like Russia, John Fetterman. (laughs) (laughs) When you sent me this this morning, I, I was laughing way I mean, too hard for honestly it. like <laughs> you could take almost every sentence he said the other night in the debate put it mm-hmm. on that same graphic and they would all be gold yep oh yes all of them especially the fracking one i support fracking <laughs> <laughs> this one was good i this like one, this one yeah we got a little girl with the candy bar um dressed like chunk uh it's this the mini is- m&ms by the way Oh, is it mini M and M's? Okay, it's a little yeah, too yeah. mini M's. All, right, all the yellow gets, but it's, she's coherent labeled a coherent thought, thought <laughs> and that's John Fetterman chasing. He's not going to catch her. He can. He can't even. He doesn't know what's going on. This one is just kind of the truth. This one's not really funny. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Trump donated his salary. Joe Biden donating your salary. That is correct. That's an accurate depiction of what's happening here's another one of the joe and obama with obama and his head in his hands just like bernie i'm all for making the minimum age 15 wage, wage joe, joe the minimum wage you <laughs> idiot <laughs> you know joe would be down with that he might not say it publicly but if you were like hey what if we lower this uh to this so it wouldn't be rape or against the law to do it at this age he he'd he'd be all for it Again, this, this one's more truth. This is just than, truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the, the three different gas prices. Same gas station, 186, basically 187, 316, and 489 or 490. Uh, I can't tell if that's a 990 cents there. On 489, the 489, yeah, and, and 9 tenths. It's usually always 9 tenths. I've, I don't think I've ever seen it not 9 tenths. I don't know why we can't just call it the number. Like, at that point, it's yeah. it's four yeah. nine. Like, let's put 490 yeah. on the board. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, next one. Dumb and Dumber. This, this was great. We got we got Joe and and Fetterman instead of Lloyd and Harry. 
Uh, now <laughs> this one, I know it's photoshopped, but this one I wouldn't be surprised if someone used this on like a Democratic website as like their banner. Oh yeah, this represents the you know Democrat I mean? Party. These yeah, are people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. well, these are all employees except for the one who just was the Twitter influencer or TikTok influencer who was brought in, the one with the satchel and a purse. Um, all men except for KJP, who is a proud member of the LGBTQ community. This but, is who's working in your government, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. So encouraging. Um, happy to see it. Uh, not really. Okay, here's here's one from Airplane. <clears throat> Remember all the questions like, Joey, you ever been in a Turkish prison? Have you ever seen a grown man naked? So here's here's this one. We got Joe Biden photoshopped in to be the pilot. Joey, have you ever rubbed the blonde hair on a grown man's leg? Um, that's a good one. I like it. Another <laughs> I another sloth one. The, the reason I like this one is because it shows him speaking and on his the front of his podium it just says Fetterman, but you know they always have those text things these days. And it says text, Hey text. you guys. <laughs> I thought that I thought that was good. Uh, I didn't read that before. I just the, saw you that know, was I, I wasn't gonna bring it in. I you know, I don't know if someone sent that one in or if, or if someone on the team sent it. I don't remember how that one came about. I was like, ah, we've seen a lot of sloth and then saw that. I was like, that is that's <laughs> hey, perfect. You guys. All right, we got a few, uh, three more. Three, three more. more. All right, so we've seen a lot of these. The go back, we effed up. This is just one with Fetterman, who's in his his typical hoodie and shorts. Um, a very rich, classic U.S. Senate look there. Uh, I mean, it is a Carhartt. I mean, those are expensive. Fair know. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. It is a Carhartt. Um, okay. Now this one, we... this one was in our text threads. This uh, is great. Can you blow this up couldn't... a little? Yeah. Let me. Let me. So we make can it see the bigger. what it includes better. This one so was in our text thread the other night. Oh it's my Halloween gosh, season, folks. So if you haven't gotten your, I'm not a uh, an adult dresser upper for Halloween. I dress up for all sorts of other stuff, but I don't dress up for Halloween, which I guess makes me more strange. But this is, uh, if you're still looking for one, go to you your could, local spirit. Go to your local spirit store. store. You could get this one here. This is uh, the effing retard costume, which <laughs> includes one medical mask, three boosters, one virtue cape, and one sense of superiority. <laughs> Uh, it's adult <laughs> size costume, or, you know, one size fits most. So just, you know, if you're looking for something. Yeah. If you're, if you're stretched thin, you don't know what to do. Yeah. You could go there. And then this one. <laughs> just a picture of John Fetterman. Just a picture of John Fetterman. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening, the text on the photo literally just says, just a picture of John Fetterman. <laughs> yeah. I So I made uh, that one this morning. I was like, we just... It, it, it's it's it, he is a meme. He is a walking, living meme. So I thought, what better yeah. than to end it that way with just a picture of John Fetterman? Yeah, I mean, you should have told me because I just could have just flashed it up every now and then and back, yeah. you know, like real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, let's not give people um, nightmares. Let's give people the link which we just did. I can see up on uh, on the chats for for booze and banter. We will be over at drewberkwist.locals.com. Specifically, the link that's in the chat. We'd love for you guys to come on over, have a drink with us, wrap the week the right way. That's how we do it. That's how we wrap every day, but but that's how we wrap the week too. So come on over, go get yourself a drink. It could be coffee, it could be tea, it could be alcohol, it could be beer, whatever you want. 
get some questions, get some friends, bring it all on over to Booze and Banter. We'll be right there in about five minutes or so. The link is active, though. You can get in there and start chatting. If you can't come for any reason, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. We look forward to seeing you next week. Be safe, be smart, be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.